welcome back to another episode of the Jeff Becomes Jeff podcast. You're welcome. Now, today on the program, we're going to have one of those finger quotes, difficult discussions, not difficult for me to talk about, but perhaps difficult for some of you to listen to. And that's the whole, you know, give and take of discussions is sometimes, like, for example, in a breakup, it's very easy for one person. Well, not easy, but they know exactly what they need to say, the person breaking up with the other person. The other person, on the other hand, it's very difficult for them because they don't like what they're hearing and they don't want to accept what they're hearing. But there are in this world a lot of things that are very difficult for people to hear. I have discussed this multiple times on the podcast about the thin-skinned society that we live in, and I discussed this at length in my episodes several weeks ago called Political Correctness is Retarding, where I used words meant to offend you, the listener, to try and figure out what is your reaction. I don't want to figure out what your reaction is. I want you to figure out what your reaction is, but that's what makes it difficult. You know, white people who are comfortable using the N-word on on a regular basis just with no problem it's not difficult for them it's difficult for other people to hear perhaps depending on the company they're with but that doesn't make it a difficult quote-unquote discussion it makes it a difficult listening experience for the recipient so the topic of this episode is rooted in the fact that I recently saw a news headline about a local high school in my area where there are gender neutral bathrooms and students are breaking in, breaking locks of the private bathrooms because they're not comfortable using these bathrooms that are quote unquote gender neutral. So before we get into all that stuff about bathrooms, let's rewind. Bring it back and start from the beginning. All of the controversy surrounding gender neutral, transgender, etc. has to do with identifying, self-identification. I have also discussed this on another podcast a while back about how I don't believe, you know, it's not LGBTQ, LMNOP+. No, LGB, that's all you need. If you're transgender and you identify, say you were born as a man, you identify as a woman, it's all about your sexuality. What do you like? Do you like women? You're a lesbian. Do you like men? You're straight. Do you like both? You're bi. So identification is the underlying root of all of these issues, concerns, or on the flip side, all the people that are standing up in favor of this. Either way, it's all about either wanting to respect and be understanding about a person's self-identification or the opposite. But what constitutes identification? Like, why is sexuality the only thing that we take this big, strong stance on? We should support someone's identification. If you're a white dude that identifies as black, you're a wigger. We all grew up with those people. There's plenty of them still around. And to be honest, there are probably a lot of white people that are way more black naturally from their upbringing, their environment, etc. than a lot of black people. But we don't let white people identify as black. We don't let black people identify as white. Why can't I identify as a tax-exempt nonprofit individual? I don't want to pay any taxes. I identify as tax-exempt. The government doesn't recognize that. No one's fighting for me to have my personal 
personal freedoms and personal wishes to identify as a tax-exempt individual. Why can't I identify as a millionaire? Well, the bank didn't put the money in my account. They should have they should have rounded it up from $122.14 to $1,122.14 because I identify as a millionaire. The bank is so insensitive. So it's this double standard where we are all on the train of allowing people to identify from a sexuality perspective, but anything else, that's just silly. You identify as a dog? You can't shit on my lawn. What defines what constitutes identification? So let's talk about like bathrooms and stuff like that. Am I allowed to walk into a women's room in Target in my Bengals jersey and jeans and a backward hat and a full beard and say, don't worry, ladies. I identify as one of you. Typically in society, we tend to consider people who identify a certain way and consider it acceptable. Usually they're fighting for people who walk into a bathroom and you can't really tell the difference. Like it's not obvious that they are biologically one sex or another. And yes, biology matters. There's your title. Because I shouldn't be able to walk into a women's room and just use the rest and no and oh you can't kick me out i'm a i identify as a lady well don't look at how i dress i know i'm dressed like a man and i have a beard but guess what you have people who are transgendered or even just gay who identify like let's imagine a lesbian Yay! what you would call a butch lesbian not a lipstick lesbian that likes to wear what you would consider to be men's clothing or men's styles even though she identifies as a woman but is just into women sexually. She is a lesbian, but she still appears and dresses very much like a man. So based on that, Outward appearance and dress and style and haircut and all of that stuff should have nothing to do with whether we consider someone's identification to be valid. Now, because the episode is called Biology Matters, let's go for the low-hanging fruit here. Medical treatment, medical issues, medical, medical, medical. For example... A woman, even if you're a man, or rather born a man biologically because you have a penis, yes, that's how we identify sex at birth. Do you have a penis? It's a boy. Does it have a vagina? It's a girl. Even in the womb, we can assign sex to a fetus based on the presence or lack thereof a penis. But... If you are a biologically born man who identifies as a woman, you should never have to deal with a diagnosis of prostate cancer. Because women don't have prostates, how can she have prostate cancer? Just like the fact that there's no surgery or amount of surgeries out there that would allow someone who was born biologically a man, he has a penis, to ever be able to get pregnant or give birth or menstruate. I am a 46-year-old man. For decades, I have had instances of blood on the toilet paper or in the toilet or on my poopsies because of different things, usually just the roids. But I've never bought tampons. I've never thought of sticking a tampon up my ass and saying, I'm having my period this month. It's the whole month, but I'm having one. All right, let's 
take away the idea of sexuality for me to prove my point or at least explain my point. I'm not trying to prove anything, just trying to explain my perspective. But my dad, he went into the hospital last year, late July. Unfortunately, we had to pull the plug on him in late August. And for the last week and a half of his life, he was in the ICU, only alive because of the machines and the science and the medical attributes that allowed him to be a living creature on this planet. Technically, he identified as a living person who still had life to live. Technically, that's how they identified him in the ICU. But it was very clear that he was just a science experiment at that point, which is why, unfortunately, I had to make the decision to pull the plug. Finger quotes! Technically, it's more just flipping a lot of switches to turn off machines. There's no plugs that come out of the wall. But he identified and the medical community identified him as as a living person, but he should have died long before that if it wasn't for surgeries and other things like that. So was he truly living, a living being, a prospering being, or was he just someone who was considered living because of medical science and surgeries and things like that? So now I'm going to talk about the bathroom issue, the whole reason the article that I saw that caused me to say I need to talk about this. Like I said, there was a local school, Upper Arlington High School in Central Ohio, that was having issues with students breaking locks on the private bathrooms because they didn't want to use the gender-neutral bathrooms, which were basically the men's rooms and the ladies' rooms. It seems so obvious and easy to me. Why not just make the private restroom? for the small, teeny, tiny faction of people in the high school that have gender neutrality or gender questions or concerns. Let them use the private bathrooms and let the boys use the boys' room. Let the girls use the girls' room. Why do we have to make all of the restrooms gender neutral to try and appease a very, very small faction of the population in that school? As I mentioned earlier, I think it's very easy to figure out who should use what bathroom. I don't care how you identify. When it comes to bathrooms and shit like that, do you have a penis? Use the men's room. Do you have a vagina? Use the ladies' room. Pretty easy. Can you stand up to pee? No? All right, go to the ladies' room. Do you need or use tampons? Yes? Go to the ladies' room. I don't blame teenage kids for being weirded out by the fact that people of a clearly other sex are just walking into their bathroom like, no big deal. And quite frankly, I would be pissed off if I was a girl that needed to go use the restroom and a guy was holding up a stall because he could have been off in the you know bathroom next door taking a quick squirt into a urinal because he has a penis. Don't fucking take up my stall space. Oh. You know, one thing I wonder about, I don't really know how this works, but how do locker rooms and showers and things like that work? If you can consider yourself to identify a certain way or you're transgender or gender neutral are you taking a shower after gym class as a biologically born woman in the men's room with your titties hanging out on the flip side are you taking a shower in the ladies locker room with your fucking dong hanging out there's a reason why there was segregation introduced to bathrooms and showers and things like that 
Of course, there's a lot of gray area. For example, if you're a gay man who identifies as a man and you go use the men's shower, well, that's like a scene out of Porky's. And it could very easily make the other men in the shower uncomfortable knowing that you're a gay man. But at least everyone in that shower has a fucking dong. There shouldn't be any vages or titties in the men's locker room. There shouldn't be any vag in the men's bathroom. There shouldn't be any dongs in the ladies' room. You are allowed to identify however the fuck you want, but understand that is a vast minority of the population, and it's no big deal for you to go whip out your fucking dick and piss into a urinal. I don't care if you're dressed in a fucking skirt and halter top and you have long hair and makeup and you look like a girl. If you have a fucking dick go use the men's room go use the men's showers that is my perspective i have two kids who are now 18 and 19 i'll be honest had my kids gone to a school while they were still in high school or middle school or whatever that said anyone can go into any bathroom i might have looked into how to get them out of that fucking school for the very same reason that when my kids were very little the reason i was a stay-at-home dad was because when my son was born, the cost to put two babies, because my daughter is only a year older than my son, the cost to put two babies, essentially, into daycare was my entire income. And I'll be honest, I didn't care for the fact that the daycare was teaching Spanish. In Ohio, I would understand if we're in New Mexico or Texas or Southern California. In Ohio, let me decide if my kids need to speak Spanish. There are a lot of other things you could be teaching them that are important and helpful for their development and their life other than fucking Spanish. Just like when my son wanted to play football, flag football, as a, you know, five, six, seven-year-old, I don't remember the exact age, but... I refused to let him play for a team that did not keep score. Fuck all of this goddamn everyone gets a trophy. We're all winners. You don't learn shit from that. All this to say that, yes, I have always been very concerned with what my kids were taught, the environment they were in, if it was pushing in too far of a certain direction I didn't agree with, they wouldn't be a part of it. I'd fucking pull them out of it. Same thing if they were in a fucking school that allowed men or boys to go piss in the girls' room. I don't want a dude with his fucking dick out standing up in a stall next to my fucking 14-year-old daughter. Fuck that. I know a lot of what I'm saying sounds very conservative, very almost Christian religious. You guys know I'm not fucking religious at all. And I don't mind that people want to identify or whatever. That's their own fucking life. I don't care. I think it's gotten fucking completely out of control, but it's because we as a society are going out of our way to not only support it, but embrace it. And tell anyone who has a differing opinion that you're a fucking bigot piece of shit. So I guess I'm a bigot piece of shit based on the things I'm saying. Hopefully you've listened to enough of the podcast where either A, you agree with me or B, even if you fucking don't agree with me, you understand that I'm not a bigot piece of shit. But I'm not trying to convince anyone that 
I'm a good person and I'm understanding. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck what you think. No offense. I'm not talking to you directly. I mean you, when I say that, I mean people in general. Their opinion of me is not going to change me. And I think most people live their lives that way. People want to be accommodating. They want to be the best person they can. But good luck if you're a fucking Biden supporter and a Trump supporter comes up and tries to tell you why Trump was a great president. Do you think you're you're going to give a fuck what that person thinks about your opinion? No. All right, I went down a weird rabbit hole. So the last thing I want to talk about in regards to this issue of biology mattering is sports. Just like biology matters, testosterone matters. There are a lot of controversies that have happened in sports in recent years where a male-born biologically athlete identifies as a woman and competes in ladies' or women's sports and is just off the fucking charts. I'm the champion! They're blowing everyone out of the water. Probably, literally, if the person in question is a swimmer. You know, you look at the Olympics and stuff like that where they actually test for testosterone levels. They want to make sure that even the actual ladies that are competing, that they don't test too high for testosterone because then we're going to realize you've been taking supplements that are illegal. Well, imagine if you're a dude with a dong that identifies as a woman. You don't need to take shit and your testosterone levels will be off the fucking chart. A perfect example of this is the fact that you pretty much never hear about controversy surrounding a female-born athlete that identifies as a man just breaking all kinds of records in men's sports. It's always the flip side of that, which just goes to continue to point out that, yes, there is a difference physiologically, biologically between women's and men's bodies and their ability to perform to a certain level at certain competitive events. Why do you think there is an NBA and a WNBA? Why isn't it just the CBA, the Co-Ed Basketball Association? Why aren't women out there just playing with men if everything is the same? Anything you can do, I can do better. No, you can't. Yes, I can. No, you can't. Yes, I can. No, you can't. Yes, I can. Can. Ladies are not out there dominating men's sports. Look at the NFL. You have that rare moment where we brought in a female kicker for this game. We're making history. And don't think that a pro team of any sport, if they thought they could win a championship with a woman or multiple women on their roster, that they wouldn't bring them on. They would. All they fucking care about is W's, not George W, W's as in wins. All they care about is fucking winning and championships. But it's just a biological difference. Biology matters. That keeps that from happening. And I want to make it clear, ladies, ladies, I do not in any way think that you are an inferior sex In any way, I think men, for the most part, we're all fucking just a bunch of stupid monkeys. We have some extra brawn and size and things like that. But none of us would exist without women. 
Women are incredibly intelligent, rational, not all of them, but this is not a slight against women. I'm simply pointing out, as I have clearly stated in the title, biology fucking matters. Again, I understand this is a difficult thing for some people to hear my perspective on this. And as I also mentioned, I don't fucking care. Don't listen to my podcast if you're not able to fucking tolerate a point of view that maybe you don't agree with. I would like to think that many of the people who listen to my podcast don't agree with me on everything. I hope so, because I am a callous, cynical, angry man much of the time when it comes to my viewpoints on society. I'm not trying to hurt anyone's feelings. I'm not trying to be uninclusive. And specifically in this episode, I'm not trying to say that people who identify or whatever, that they're not allowed to do that. But they have to understand that they need to be the ones to make exceptions based on their identification. They can't expect the entire fucking world and society to make exceptions for them, in my opinion. And again, maybe you don't agree with my opinion, and that's fine. Guess what? We live in a world where we're all allowed to have our own thoughts and opinions, and sometimes it's okay for us to have a discussion about things. Unfortunately, because this is a solo podcast, I am here having a very one-sided opinion stance on this issue. There's no one here to challenge me. I would encourage anyone, I don't care if you think I'm a fucking bigot piece of shit, or if you think he's the best, go follow me on Twitter, at JeffGoesTweet. Go follow me on Facebook, at JeffSchaferFB. Go to my website, JeffSchafer.com. You can find links to all my social media there. Message me. Post something. Let me know if you have a differing opinion. I would love the opportunity to explain myself. I'm not going to debate. It's not a debate at all. It's a discussion. That's the problem with the world that we live in now where there is no such thing left as fucking discussion. We're all just fucking debating. It's one side or the other. Everything's fucking split. All right, I'm going to step down off my bigot piece of shit soapbox and wrap up this episode of the Jeff Becomes Jeff podcast. I want to thank everyone for continuing to tune in. Please tell your fucking friends, share, share, share this podcast. I would fucking love it. Until next time, I'm Jeff. You identify as a dog? You can't shit on my lawn. And I'm Jeff. I don't want a dude with his fucking dick out standing up in a stall next to my fucking 14-year-old daughter. Good night.